Good evening, folks. It's Saturday night, just after six o'clock, and that means it's time for Prog Mojo, where you get all your prog needs met. My name is Simon Chait, and I'll be your guide for this evening's journey. This is episode seven of Prog Mojo, and you're listening to 92.9 River FM. We're going to start in America tonight with a band called Dixie Dregs. These guys evolved in Augusta, Georgia, from a band called Dixie Grit, where guitarist Steve Morse and bassist Andy West were the dregs left over from the previous band, and they founded the Dixie Dregs in 1975. Their instrumental pieces display the seriously impressive musicianship you might find coming out of the University of Miami's music school. These guys could really, really play. In 1973, Mawson West set up with fellow students Alan Sloan on violin and Bart Yarnell on drums and played in Ensemble 2, which takes me straight back to my days of being an ensemble vocalist at Southern Cross University, where I did my degree in contemporary music. There was an amazing musical community at Miami University's School of Music at the time, including now well-known musos like legendary guitarist Pat Metheny and his drummer Danny Gottlieb, and the equally legendary bassist Jaco Pistorius. By 1974, Dixie Dregs was getting ready to record a demo album, and so they invited Rod Morgenstein to replace Bart Yarnell on drums after he'd been disabled due to a surfing accident. A year later, in 1975, after keyboardist Frank Joseph had joined them, Dixie Dregs recorded an amazing self-produced demo album called The Great Spectacular. They recorded it on campus at Miami Uni and released it in 1976. They only produced 1,000 copies, and as you can imagine, those albums are now highly sought after by collectors. The album was re-released on CD in 1997. I got a couple of short songs from this album, and we're going to start off with Refried Funky Chicken. This is Dixie Dregs.
That was Dixie Dregs with the addition of Alan Sloan on electric violin playing refried funky chicken. Not bad for a bunch of uni music students. Fantastic stuff. A year or so after the Dixie Dregs released their demo album The Great Spectacular, they recorded their first studio album, and this was called Freefall, released in 1997. And it had a bunch of new songs, but it still had two songs from the original album. The first one we've just listened to, Refried Funky Chicken, and this next one was the second song that was on both albums. This is called Wages of Weirdness from the Freefall album.
And that was the Dixie Dregs with Wages of Weirdness from the Free Fall album. Uh, this is Prog Mojo. My name is Simon Chait, and you're listening to River FM 92.9. What station gives you more? Blues. Jazz. Fly me to the moon. Let me play. Among the stars and soul. I'm gonna wait And River FM gives you more progressive rock as well, folks. That's right, you're with me, Simon Chait, and tonight is Saturday night and we are in Prog Mojo Land. Okay. It's 1970 and we're heading across to Birmingham now where three musicians get the idea to create a modern rock band with heavy classical overtones. These musos are songwriter multi-instrumentalists Jeff Lynne, Roy Wood and drummer Ben Bevan, all members of a band called The Move. They wanted to combine the instrumentation and vibe of a standard rock band with classical instruments to give more of an orchestral feel. This band is of course ELO and in their early days they really explored the fusion of Beatlesque progressive pop with classical arrangements and all with a futuristic spacey appearance. ELO released their first album, The Electric Light Orchestra, in December of 1971 on Harvest Records in the UK, and the album was then released in the US under the name No Answer, after a misunderstood telephone message made by a United Artists Records executive asking about the album name. The caller couldn't get through and wrote down No Answer in his notes, hence the misnamed album. I'm going to play the very first song ELO ever recorded and released now. It's called 10538 Overture, and when Jeff Lynne wrote it, he wanted to write a song about a man who had a number rather than a name.
such a great fusion of classical and rock instruments. That's ELO with 10538 Overture. I'm going to play a song now from The Moves final album. This was ELO before they were ELO. The album and the song were called Message from the Country and it was being recorded at the same time as ELO was recording their first album, The Electric Light Orchestra. This is The Move with Message from the Country.
And that was the funky sound of The Move with their song Message from the Country. You're on River FM 92.9. I've got one final song for you from ELO. This is The Battle of Marsden Moor. And this is the 2001 remaster of this song. This was recorded in their first album, The Electric Light Orchestra. So we'll finish off this half hour with The Battle of Marsden Moor.
And that was ELO with the Battle of Marsden Moor. You're with me, Simon Chait, on River FM. And welcome back. You're here on River FM 92.9 with me, Simon Chait, and this is Prog Mojo. We're going to have a look now at one of the early prog supergroups. Emerson, Lake and Palmer, formed in London in 1970 and came to prominence after an impressive performance at the Isle of Wight Festival in August of the same year. The band consisted of three awesomely talented musicians, Keith Emerson on keys, Greg Lake on vocals, bass, guitar and production, and Carl Palmer on drums and percussion. They were active from 1970 right through to 79, then again from 91 through to 98, and reformed briefly in 2010. During their career, Emerson, Lake and Palmer sold an estimated 48 million albums worldwide and were one of the most popular and commercially successful prog rock groups of the 70s. Their keyboard-heavy sound featured classical, jazz and symphonic rock elements. Like so many groups before them, the group began their studio recording repertoire with a self-titled debut album, which they released in 1970. Their album, Emerson, Lake and Palmer, a mix of original songs and rock arrangements of classical pieces, was released on Island Records in November 1970 in the UK, and then on Cotillion Records in the US in January 71. I'm going to play a song from the album now. This is track two. It's a longer song, about 12 minutes long, and it's called Take a Pebble. Here's Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Photographs of grants on 
That magnificent piece of prog artistry was Take a Pebble by Emerson, Lake and Palmer. River FM. This town has always had its share of crazies. 92.9. Ah, a music lover. We are the crazy people. And here on Prog Mojo, we are crazy about prog rock. Alrighty, next stop, Portsmouth, England. In the late 60s, three multi-instrumentalist brothers... Derek, Ray and Phil Schulman formed a predominantly rhythm and blues band, which, after several name changes, eventually came to be Simon Dupree and the Big Sound. They had some limited success, briefly featuring Elton John on piano and even recording a single with funny man Dudley Moore before being pressured by their management to move in a psychedelic rock. In 1969, they dissolved the group in order to pursue a more musically complex direction. The brothers were frustrated at the quality of musicians they'd been playing with and went seeking better players. And in 1970, they teamed up with Gary Green and Kerry Minia, both capable multi-instrumentalists, and drummer Martin Smith to form Gentle Giant. Gentle Giant has been described as the greatest, most criminally underrated prog group ever. They explored the boundaries of progressive rock in ways that left behind many of their contemporaries, experimenting with 20th century classical chamber music, medieval harmonies, jazz and rock, and their instrumental capabilities brought a real excitement and depth to their music. Also, five of the six players sang, and so they were able to write amazing harmonies and complicated counterpoint. I'm going to play a track from their first album now. It's called Alucard, which, as many of you will no doubt know, spells Dracula backwards. Here's Gentle Giant with Alucard.
And that was Gentle Giant with Alucard. I've just got time to play one more Gentle Giant track. This is Pantagruel's Nativity from their second album, Acquiring the Taste.
And that was Gentle Giant with Pantagruel's Nativity from their second album, Acquiring the Taste. Well, that's it for another week of Prog Mojo. My name is Simon Chait, and you have been an excellent audience. I hope you've enjoyed tonight's prog rock journey, and I look forward to your company, same time, same place, next week. This is River FM 92.9, and whatever you do, don't forget, prog on.